thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to another edition of 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here with the legend of all legends. He is the co-founder of the Wellness Couch and the Wellness Guys. It's a very good morning to the great Dr. Damien Christoph. Hi, Damo. Good morning, Marcus. Legend of the legends. You're the legend of the legends. No, that's not true at all. I, I, I sometimes think I'm running out of uh, superlatives to throw you away, mate. But maybe, um, it, maybe it's time for me to start introducing us. Like, so I'll get you going, and I'll, you know, we'll just we can we can uh, mix it up. No, but I, I like. Um, I haven't spoken to you for a while, Damo. So I, I'm I'm so excited to actually chat with you that you really do feel like a legend of legends. So um, I miss you, pal. I miss. Ah, <laughs> oh, MP. There's a lot of love. There's a lot of love. I'm, I'm sure the people listening to this right now, all of our listeners, are thinking, "Oh, these boys, they love each other." Well, they I do. think and we this, do, we do. Yeah, and this is this is um, this is somewhat connected to the topic today, Damo, because um, I've just had a very nagging feeling um, around purpose at the moment. There's a lot, um, as as you know, and and some of uh, our listeners would know that my family and I are uprooting to Byron Bay in about four weeks' time in the middle of April. And um, there's a, I suppose, when you're doing such a big move, you, you really do, you know, look at your life and you think about all the big stuff, as I like to call it. You, you look at where you're going in your life and, and what it's all about. And I do, with all of the research that you and I have done, Damo, and all of the guests that we've listened to and everything, when people ask us for a summary of everyone that we've spoken to, purpose is one of the, it's, it's one of, if it's not the most important, it's one of the top three, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We speak about that all the time, all the time. People with purpose, people with direction, people with uh, engagement, all of that. But if you know where you're going and you're staying on that track, then you, you, you can't really go wrong, you know, unless someone actually goes in there to try and, you know, distract you or to pull you off purpose. But as long as your, your vision is strong and the reason for you doing what you're doing is strong, you're always making the right decision. So this is it, Damo. We are we have clocked up a half century of podcasts. On our, is this, this our anniversary episode, one? Is this our anniversary number fifty? Oh, okay. We are Ooh, we are close. two weeks shy of our uh, one year birthday. Jeepers. Um, and even hard. though the, the 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 concept of purpose has come up a lot in the podcasts, yes. I thought let's dedicate, let's like really drill down on this topic because it is really the number one. It has to be the number one. When it comes, when you look at everyone that's living with quantity and quality of life, they yep. know exactly what they're doing in their life, and they know exactly what's important to them and why they're doing it. They know well exactly. They know they know the why. why they know why what. And I suppose um, they might not know um, like when they might not know why it pushes their buttons, except they would generally say that it just makes them feel good. Yeah, it just makes them feel good, and it doesn't have to be any more complex than that does it like finding your purpose is really about just finding what makes you feel good what tickles it's the why where what for that's the thing isn't it that's what we're talking about do you want to elaborate on the why where what for yeah so why are we doing what we're doing where we you know wanting to get to like where do we expect to go with what we're doing and what's the purpose why what what is it that we're doing and how's it going to improve our well-being, our life, our existence, the, the people around us, who, who matter to us? You know, why does it all matter? 
of what we're doing. That's essentially what that why, where, what for is uh, all about. So can I ask you then, because I thought, you know, you're, you, I know you don't share the story that often, but, and we've both got examples in our own lives of where we've really changed our careers or, or moved, but you've got kind of a, you've got like a three, well, from my knowledge of you, you really have like a three-chapter story and purpose as an adult from um, your early days studying accounting and then going into naturopathy and then going into chiropractic. Yeah, that's um, right. Because a lot of people would actually just do one course and then that course they studied at uni would possibly be the career that they they serve for the next 30 or 40 years, even though that changes a lot these days. I think people probably get a bit more richy. They want to study more things and, and their careers, you know, it's not just the one one industry or profession for, for four or five decades. But tell us about your experience. Like if you look back on it now, now that you're wise and 40, Damo, um, <laughs> when you were 18, 19, 20, and, and then you, you know, change your minds, like, do you want to reflect on just how you saw your purpose unfolding at the time and, and what it means to you? I've always been, well, it's funny you say this because I, I, you know, people know my story from all the talks I've done on the power of foods and the cracky stress codes, all those sorts of things. And, you know, where I talk about, oh, you know, I went to, to Geelong and I was studying accounting and it was boring. So I spent time on the beach and I, you know, experimented with drugs, all those sorts of things, like all that sort of thing. People know that part of the story. But what people don't know is that my burning desire was to help people. And so I went into this accounting thing, this commerce thing, thinking, how am I going to be helping people? I was directed down this accounting commerce route um, because my science teacher, I'll say her name just in case she's listening, Miss Collins, said to me um, that I wasn't smart enough to do science, right? And now I don't know whether or not over the last 25, 30 years I've kind of, you know, told my brain that's what she told me, but that was the message that I got from her and I was advised to study humanities. So I studied humanities and accounting and all that sort of stuff, moved away from science. Um, and it was boring, you know, so boring. But the only thing I wanted to do was help people. So at one point I wanted to be a policeman. I did my work experience at the police academy and saw all these dead people and dead bodies and cut up things and heard screams and just terrible things. I thought, man, I don't want to do this stuff. Like I actually want to, you know, not be at the other end. I don't want to be at the receiving end. I want to be at the at the giving end, right? So I'm trying to help people out. And then I thought I'll be a vet because, you know, pets make people happy and I'd Remember my cat got hit by a car and she let out this almighty meow and I fainted. Bang, that was it, right? So I'm like, oh, obviously being a vet's not going to be good for me, right? So I was like, oh, crikey, what am I going to do? So I ended up, you know, going down the route of studying a bit of accounting. I'm thinking, oh, surely I can help people with their finances and maybe that's going to make people feel better. And I just couldn't draw the link, you know. I'm going finances, health, finances, health. What am I, tax, health. You know, surely tax makes people more stressed and so I just couldn't work that out. So there's a massive big disconnect there for me. So when I had the opportunity to study to be a naturopath, I kind of felt that it brought me back on purpose. You know, I was out of integrity for a long period of time, um, not not, not really feeling certain about where I was heading and why I was doing what I was doing and trying to draw links, you know, long links, that, that would then make me feel satisfied about where I was heading and what I was doing. And it's, you know, by, it's funny how the universe takes you there. I had to get sick for my mum to tell me to go and see this naturopath before I realised that what I should be doing is working back in the health field um, and, and helping people get better. Now, it didn't end up being the top of the tree kind of gig where I studied to be a doctor and then went on to be a specialist or whatever. 
Um, and so throughout my you know career as a as a health professional, I've had to deal with the you know you're not a real doctor kind of thing, and you get all those sorts of things that kind of go on. And they that that's the distraction of being in the health profession that could take you off your purpose. But my purpose has always been to help people. And it hasn't been about the accolade of having a doctor title that um, has MBBS afterwards or has a specialist name at the front of it or whatever else. Because I consider myself being a chiropractor and a naturopath as being a specialist in areas that aren't medical. And I'm totally cool with that. I'm really cool with that. But for some people, they see that as a massive big, wow, you know, you're doing this thing and you've done all this study, 13 years of study and postgraduate study after that. And you're still not a real doctor. And I go, well, I am. It's just not the doctor that you, you're you thinking about. I just do different things. And so for me, because my purpose is about helping people and delivering great messages, you know, I'm doing that through my food. I'm doing that through the podcast with UMP, doing it through the wellness guys and doing it through my practice. Because that's my purpose, I feel like I'm on track and I'm doing the right thing. Does that make sense? You know what, Damo? I love the simplicity of your purpose, because what I've just learned from your answer, there's so many gold mines in there. Just, that's full of nuggets, that answer, Damo. But you actually just said that your purpose is to help people, so it doesn't really matter whether it's naturopathy or what you do in chiropractic or whether it's with forage or whether it's with 100 Not Out or the Wellness Guys or doing a talk. You just love helping people. I do. I do. And so it burns, you know, when if let's say for example I I saw this a new patient the other day, a new practice member the other day. And um and I was so excited, like I was so excited about what was going on and what we we're talking about and how I was going to help this person out. I suggested all these things and I gave too much information and bang it was too much and so all of a sudden Your eyes glazed over. Eyes glazed over, decided not to take on care and decided not to do the chiro, decided not to do DNA testing, decided not to do all the things that I know can help this person out, decided not to do the whole lot. And I'm like, oh no, gave her too much stuff. And I feel so bad about it, but it's only because I was so excited and wanted to try, you know. And so, anyone that loves what they do has fallen victim to that before. I think uh, if we, if you haven't done that, you probably haven't been passionate enough because that's true. That that can happen. It's a weird thing having a meter and hold back your passion so yeah. that it becomes um, almost politically correct, so that people feel like you know that you're working at the pace of the medical profession or of a profession that does things differently to you right so i'm excited i want to get things going yeah but i've I got to that, hold back yeah and i did say i said that to a to a, a new like a younger Cairo the other day i said go above and beyond don't hold back because people are actually used to health professionals and hold maybe back. we could say many professionals in other industries that just hold back that just yeah. tow the tow the party line yeah. don't be pc be different stand yes. out Yep. Show them that you love this and that you are like dedicated to helping them yep. because as you say, Damo, that's your purpose and I think that's the purpose for a lot of people but they find it very difficult um, or the persistence to actually find the vehicle that really sings with them. You, you, I'm not sure if you recognize this but you said you know, that you looked at um, accounting, you looked at being a vet, I think you, yeah, you looked at being a policeman and none of, even though you, the purpose was always the same, you wanted to help people, you had to start off again. You had to start over numerous times before you actually found what it was that really made your heart sing. And I think that's a really important point with purpose is you have to be persistent in finding what it is that makes your heart sing. Like just for me to use a personal example, and I think also it can change. Like for you, naturopathy made your heart sing. Yeah. Then chiropractic came along 
and that made your heart sing. So you went and and followed, you know, that inspiration as well. And that you can't say, oh, but I'm giving up on naturopathy and I'm moving to something else. You actually just incorporate your experiences into who you are today. Yeah, kind of morphs. Everything morphs. Which yeah. you know, you're going through a morphing process. You know, you're coming out of your cocoon. You've been in your cocoon, living in Gippsland, and now you're coming out of your cocoon. You're going to fly up to, uh, up up to the south, Byron. the northern northern tips of New South Wales to Byron Bay. So tell us more about that. How's that keeping you on purpose? Good question. Wow. All right. So <laughs> I've, I've always felt, and this is this is this is actually going quite deep, right? This is this community that we live in in South Gippsland. Um, we, and I don't say this to be egotistical at all. Okay, this is just this is just the feeling. You're asking an honest question. Here's an honest answer. Yes. Um, we very much felt like um, in our community, um, in our shire, that we've been one of the only, I suppose, true wellness businesses in in the region. Yeah. And that's been wonderful. Um, but it's also been, I suppose, somewhat isolating as well. Yeah, sure. Um, sure. And, and you would know this being in, in Melbourne, Damo. There oh, are yeah. so many wonderful chiros and health food stores and other health professionals and oh, your patients. The, the network of, of health and wellness is massive. Yeah. Um, so from a purpose perspective, I think one thing that you know Sarah and I are both really excited about is when you go to Byron, you don't actually have to look for a store that sells gluten-free food. Or when you go to a cafe, you don't have to hope and pray that they're going to have healthy food items. Even when you go to a bakery, you can actually get gluten-free if you felt like bread, you could get gluten-free bread at a bakery. And I don't say that, um, again, that's just to, in, in observation, that we're probably really looking forward from a purpose perspective to, to really quite naturally um, blend in with so many other health professionals and, and other networks that have similar, uh, a similar philosophy. Yeah. Um, I mean, the other reasons for Byron is because we really want to live in a warmer climate. As much as we love where we live, it's only really warm, you know, a couple of months a year. Yeah. Um, and, you just want to have your clothes off, right? More often. Oh, we want to get the gear off, mate. More, yeah. more vitamin D. Heard, heard, <laughs> heard, 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 I hear you. Decreases stress. <laughs> All of that. And, uh, and then we want to send our kids to Steiner schools. And Byron's got two of the biggest ones in the country. So um, Byron just ticked all of those boxes. Um, and, we all, and we also know that, and this is another thing with purpose, you know, we do have a backup plan. If it doesn't work out, we know we can always come back because it's not as if we don't love living here. We just want to scratch the itch, give this uh, new experience a go. And, yeah. um, and we, we see it as a whole new shift in our family. And, and these are the big decisions with purpose, isn't it? I mean, you are putting some risks on the line, yeah. but um, we really do see that this is where the rest of our life will be. But um, always know, and as all the older and wise people will say, you can always come back. That's true, and I'm sure you'll make the rest of your life the best of your life. I'm sure that's what you'll be doing. Guarantee okay. it. Guarantee so, it. <laughs> I ask you a couple of other things that um, that you said because this is a common theme that's been coming up with purpose. Yes. Um, people, you said earlier about um, drawing. Uh, was it that you said um, you, you feel like that sometimes you people have almost put you in a corner where they're almost asking you to justify your career. Yep. Um, and you don't have to justify your purpose. Um, no. I'm not saying you. I'm saying to people listening. Anybody. You just do. And I remember Cindy O'Meara talking about this when the Up for a Chat girls were asking her, you know, how did you get into changing habits? She said, I just love, I just love food. Like she doesn't do it because, she doesn't do it primarily because she's always thinking about helping people. She does all of changing habits just because she loves food and nutrition. It That's just nice. really pushes her buttons. Floats and she doesn't have to justify that to anyone. Yeah. She just does it because she loves it. 
Um, and I think that's just a really important you know, point, and that's probably what I've observed in, in what you said earlier. So, Well, definitely, and some of the people we speak to all the time, you know, you think about what Ruth Frith does, for example. She loves her athletics, and she gets stuck into it. You know, our listeners will remember Ruth. You know, that's her yeah. purpose. She finds... Yeah purpose in in doing that tommy hafey great man tommy gee i hope he's good at the moment hope he's all right um you know his purpose has been you know to spread a message of exercise throughout the whole of the community getting kids and obviously when he played for the best afl team in the world richmond football club when he played for richmond um (laughs) he was a gunner and then he went on from there to continue to be a gunner smoking gun at that and an absolute cannon of a bloke where he would you know, continue to exercise and doing amazing feats of exercise, even up to the age of, you know, 83 years now. And he's still doing great things. Um, and so his motivation, purpose, inspiration has been exercise. Um, your your purpose, longevity, anti-aging, or not anti-aging, but aging well, because we're all aging, but it's just aging well. But I was speaking to a girl, everyone knows this girl too, Natalie Kringudis, um from Health Talks Girls. We yes. we interviewed them all the wellness wellness guys a few years ago now actually. I started chatting with Nat the other day and she stopped practicing and the for the reason so she can spread the message bigger and better like cuz when you're in practice you're seeing one person at a time, right? And 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 that that is great. You love it, but your message stops at that one person if they don't go and tell everybody else. So she's writing books and she's out there and she's speaking, she's doing all that sort of things, kind of what you're doing, right? So getting the message out there. And uh, and I love that. And you know, I was speaking also with um, with another girl just the other day, Jess Ainscoff, who's who's obviously out there fighting the fight and you know trying to overcome cancer and all those sorts of things. And and she's out there spreading a wonderful message as well. And it's all about spreading a message and being on purpose. And so we, I drill down and go back to friends of mine who are challenged by their careers. You know, um, I've got family that want to change their career. At 40 years old, they're looking for some kind of a change. They go, I wish I was doing what you're doing, Damien. And I go, well, you can. You just got to find your purpose. So, MP, why don't we talk about how you find your purpose? Oh, great. Can I say one thing? Yes. What do you think about and what nags you and that you can't stop talking about on a regular basis? That, for me, is like, for me, the big, that's, for me, probably the awakening moment of what my purpose was. Yep. Like what is just always running through my head? Yep. Because there's so much wisdom in that. When I was 18, it was people might think I was going to say it's all about girls. It was all about football. It's all I ever thought about. Like I, I found my school diary the other day, my year 12 diary, and every second page had like the best Melbourne football club lineup in it. I had the whole <laughs> team, you know, and then I had other teams. And Melbourne was, football club. Oh, it's all. Robbie Flower. Robbie Flower. He was good, wasn't he? Gee, he was good. You know, but I was commentating school footy. I was doing work experience at papers. I was doing whatever I could. I was doing articles for local papers, footy. It was just an obsession. And I think Wayne Dyer calls it your magnificent obsession. And yeah. if it's not your like working life right now, but but you're wondering if it can be, as Damo said, it truly can be. Ruth Fritz started doing athletics age 77. You know, there's people out there that take up new careers in their 80s and 90s. Um, but what you think about and what you um, what nags in your in your head all day long, that's really where your purpose lies. From my from my perspective, that's where it lies. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure, Damo, if you agree or if there's if there's something else that you think of, but that for me is probably the biggest clue. It is a great clue, and I think about some of the some of the people that I've been talking to recently about changing their career and changing their purpose. You know, golf and wine for one guy. Um, 
computers and family time and all those sorts of things for an, another another guy. And, and so I think to myself, okay, well, if you're looking for answers from somewhere else, maybe you've got to go inward to find that out. And we know of a great man, Dr. John Martini, who talks about how to find your purpose and what you actually need to do to find your purpose. So perhaps, um, you know, you could elaborate a bit on John's work, MP. Because yeah, sure. Well, I suppose, I mean, you and I have both attended his events. And, and yeah, if have. you are looking at... At deciding, and you really need some. Like, I think if you really need some cave time on what to do with your life, where you really need to bunk down for a weekend, I really think D Martini's breakthrough experience is one of those special weekends where you can actually spend, um, you know, literally 20, 30 hours with like minded people and D Martini, who's very accessible. And all of the hard questions are asked. And I mean the questions where it's not just what is your purpose in life because that's a question that is is really quite difficult to answer if you're not quite sure. But all of the open-ended questions that you can actually sit with and, and answer. So what do you really love in your life? Like what really makes you feel good? What, what now, floats your boat? What, what, you know, what floats your boat? Like yeah. some people go, oh, look, Spins I'm your really crank. not sure. But if someone was going to pay you $500 right now to say what do you really love? And you only had 30 seconds to answer it. I'm sure you'd find the answer. Sometimes people don't want to answer the questions because they're scared of actually putting it out there. Yeah, true. They're scared of making their purpose public, like even if it's just to themselves. Yeah. So, you know, I said earlier, what nags you? Like, what are you often thinking about? What is in your consciousness? But some people, you know, genuinely have pushed it down that they've almost like forgotten what their purpose is. And and they do find it difficult to really bring that out because they're, they're just... You know, they've been so scared for so long to actually bring it up. So doing something like a breakthrough experience, there's other events out there, but, you know, Martini's breakthrough, um, even even Tony Robbins' events, I mean, Unleash the Power Within, they're just wonderful events to really just um, ask yourself the questions that you don't generally, generally ask um, in your day-to-day life. Yeah. That's true. You don't. But it's easy to actually do it yourself. You know, you can actually start off with, and let's just go through a part of the process, MP, because people are going, oh, yeah, but I don't know if I want to spend two grand yet because I don't really understand it. Well, you could actually go and buy John's book, John Martini's book, uh, The yep. Breakthrough Experience. Read it. See if you get an idea. Or what, and, and look, you could definitely do that and then follow the whole process. But the, and then that might actually take you to the point where you want to then go and do the whole event. Or what you could do, and I do this all the time, MP, just to make sure I'm on purpose, and then I set my goals every year. You know, I set 100 goals every single year, and then I reflect on those again the following year to see how I went. I got 82% of my goals this year, which is pretty good. How about that? Didn't even mean to. It just happened just because I wrote them down. That's the coolest thing, right? When you write your goals down, 100 of them, because you've got to really drill down deep. Once you do that, then you're throwing it out there to the universe. It just happens. So things take place if you go. If you've got nowhere to go, you're going to go nowhere. Yeah, so, such, it's a, such a massive point. Even though a lot of people go, you've got to write them down and read them every day and look at don't. them every day and whatever. You actually don't. You don't. Just, it's, we just get, very active. get clear. Get yeah, clear. writing it out, typing it out, just doing it once is actually so much more powerful than doing it in no time. So true. So the thing I was going to say to people, because we're, we're now at 22 minutes, we're going to have to close off in a second, um, is that you can write lists. And so I like to write a list of 50 things that I'm doing um, in my life at this point in time that I don't like. 
and then I write down a, a list of 50 things of you know that I that I do like because then I can balance out the emotion of it so I'm not as stressed about it yeah. and then I work out okay so what do I actually want to change about that because now I've got rid of all the emotion because I go oh my life's actually balanced I'm doing equal amount of good stuff to the equal amount of stuff that's you know crappy I don't want to do um, everything's all good and you can actually create imbalance and write down all the amazing things that you're doing but when you create imbalance then you become related you kind of go oh there's nothing I really want to change because my life's so fantastic just yeah. if you've got a million things to write that's awesome then find a million things that aren't right because then you can change those things but the idea would be to take away any of the emotion so the only way you can take emotion out is to balance the equation one has one plus one has to equal two otherwise you, you can't get there so yes. write a list of things that's even bad and good and then you know work out what you want to change from there and uh damo can i just um put a little bit of uh icing on that cake oh, go and for say it. that yeah and this is all Martini. this is none of mine but he would all say mine. that things aren't in the way they are on the way Nice. And I love that because often yeah. you think jobs that you've got to do or people you've got to meet with or people you have to do business with or whatever, you think it's getting in the way of you know, of your purpose or getting in the way of your true life or getting in the way of you doing what you want or getting what you want or whatever. But people, things, events, circumstances are not in your way. They are on the way. So life is already magnificent as it is. It's just that we often only see one side of the coin and Damo's exercise there of actually writing what's on the other side of the coin is so important because if we think things are all bad, we're just ignoring what's actually all good. And if we think things are all good, we're normally ignoring what's all bad. So I think as Damo says, take the emotion out of things and then we can get much more clear and get more clarity on what our true purpose is. Damo, I have um, half, a, half a page here of things that we actually haven't even gone on like purpose <laughs> and money. Should we do it again? Um, we'll do another one. Oh, we're going to have to do another one. Purpose and money is a big thing because a lot of people are like, yeah, but I'm on a good wicket. I could do that, but I'm on a good wicket. I mean, that's a really tricky thing for a lot of people. Um, a few other books to recommend. Anyway, we'll do another podcast on this day, mate. Can I just say, right, when yes. people are on a good wicket and they're worried about changing um, if they're on a good wicket, if they feel that they're only lucky to have the money that they're getting or the wicket that they're on, they're only lucky, then... You're right. You're going to hang on to dear life, and you're going to, you know, nails stuck into brick walls. That's kind of how it's going to feel, and it's going to be really hard for you to move on. But if you feel deserving of where you are, even though you're on a good wicket, then you'll actually replace that wicket. So for the moment that you feel lucky, it means that you've got uncertainty. You don't know how you got there. You just managed to earn the money that you wanted to, and you've got the cars you wanted, and everything just happened to land in your lap. That's because you you did get lucky, Um, and and in that case, you don't feel like you deserve everything that you've got. So you're hanging on to it even though you don't enjoy it. That creates misery. But if you feel like you deserve to get X, Y, and Z, um, and but you're off purpose, then find yourself back on purpose and you'll definitely still have X, Y, and Z and it will just take form in a different fashion, in a different way. Damo, we've gone deep. Thank you for going deep, pal. <laughs> it's been awesome. Couldn't help it. Couldn't stuff. help it. I love this stuff. That's it for this edition, folks, of 100 Not Out. Hope you've enjoyed it. As Damo says, if you thoroughly enjoyed it, we would love you to provide a five-star rating on iTunes. They're not that easy to do. You've got to go into iTunes on your computer, look us up, 100 Not Out, um, and then click on uh, Write a Review. 
And as Damo says, five stars means a lot. Um, so many thanks in advance for that. If you've liked this episode, please subscribe to it on, uh, on iTunes. Um, or go to thewellnesscouch.com where you can view the entire range of wellness podcasts available, including the number one show, The Wellness Guy. So until next week, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.